All right, listen. Listen up. I've got things to say. All right? Isn't that terrible? That wasn't a very good opening. In my head, I, I was like, tell him to listen. Tell him he got things to say. And, uh, and then hearing myself say it, it just didn't sound... It, I, I wouldn't really want to listen to what I had. I would probably turn it I, I would have turned it off already. But you're still here. I'm not going to restart it. I should just click the stop button and I should restart on my recorder. I should just restart. But I'm not going to do that because I have too much integrity. That's why I've never edited. Hey, uh, this is Storytime with Dave. I'm your host, Dave. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. We here at Storytime with Dave really value your listenership. And, uh, you know, I got another little bump from doing the Free Thinker podcast. Although we were saying uh, true things about the vaccine, so naturally I got taken off of YouTube. You can say whatever you want on YouTube as long as it's not true. That's kind of where uh, we're at. That's kind of what I've learned. Their uh, terms and services... I don't know if any of you have ever read those, but it's on like page 523. It says you can say whatever you want. It just can't be true. All right. So, um, you know, I'm going to be a good boy. I don't put my my podcast on YouTube. I put it on Apple Podcasts. Surprisingly, Apple doesn't seem to care. Maybe it's because there's just too much. But YouTube has so many videos. Maybe Apple just doesn't have that automated bullshit that YouTube has. Um, But I, you know. You've been listening. I say whatever I want, and I kind of get away with it. So um, that's good. But if I did put my podcast on YouTube, here's what I would say. The vaccine is safe and effective. There's really nothing to worry about. All those deaths you're hearing about after people get the vaccine, they're not vaccine-related. Okay, they were going to die anyway. You know, like those 20-year-olds... You know, like those 20-year-olds who uh, who get the shot and then get paralyzed? They were going to get paralyzed anyway. That's polio. Oh, no, wait. We have a vaccine for polio, so it couldn't possibly be polio. That's just uh, uh, delayed onset autism, body autism. Isn't that, kind of what, uh, isn't that kind of what being paralyzed is when your body has autism? I don't know, but I'm not a doctor. I am uh, similar to Bill Gates. I'm not a doctor, so I really cannot speak on the issue. Luckily for us, he doesn't seem to, uh, he hasn't really involved himself in public health policy, thank goodness. Uh, he is not going to be reckless and speak as though he is someone who knows what he's talking about when he's not a doctor and uh, never studied it. So although, from what I've been learning, the more you study, the, the less you know about a topic. Anyway, uh, yeah, I was on uh, Freethinker, Mike Romanelli, shout out to the homie, Dojo of Comedy East at Tiff's in uh, Morristown. A lot of good comedy there. You know, Jess Kirsten's going to be there in like two weeks. You, you should go see it. Um, <clears throat> so, but whenever I go on his podcast, I get a little bump in the listenership over here. Another like, you know, 10 to 20 listeners. So if you're here from that, then cool. But you, but you didn't see it on YouTube because it was removed from YouTube almost immediately. But it was still on the podcast apps. All right. And here I am talking about how I wouldn't be talking about COVID anymore. And what do I start with? More COVID stuff. But isn't it kind of funny how we're like, you couldn't dream of having a better nation of slaves, you know? I think it's white people, obviously. Um, I know, I know that, look, look, we got to be honest about this because I know that that some white people get mad that white people get ragged on all the time and they go, no, well, the mistakes of the past don't hold us accountable for mistakes in the past. That I think is, uh, and like some people are like, no, there's no, uh, there's no white privilege. Look, I'm not even getting into that. What I'm saying is this, and all of you know this. Even the people who are who are really, uh, you know, he like I said, even the people who really don't like, oh, why is everyone always going after the white people? Leave the white people alone. 
Even you know that the good slaves these days are all whites. Who are the people in who are going to tell you, um, you're not wearing your mask properly? You're not wearing your mask properly. It's not covering your nose. I will assault you. You're putting us all at risk and you're essentially a murderer. They're always white women. I'm sick and tired of white women, but it's also white men. And to be honest with you, I think this year has shown us. It's really shown us that um, we are having a crisis of masculinity. There are no more men. There are no more men in the world. And if you don't believe me, walk outside. Those of you who live in a coastal city in the Northeast or in California or in Oregon. Did I say that wrong? Oregon? Is it Oregon or Oregon? Step outside, watch a few cars go by, see how many are are men alone wearing a mask, driving a vehicle, okay? I live in Hoboken. I can step outside on a nice day, and I can see men out with their girlfriends that they, that they cannot please sexually wearing a mask outdoors. I, I know I harp on it. But it really is, and I've been talking about it for so long. I've been talking about it before COVID even came along. We were at a shortage of men. And you know what? I've even said this on stage before. I used to have a bit. Let me have a sip of water. I used to say this on stage. That somehow or another, I became like an alpha male. It's not acceptable. I should be in the hierarchy of men. I should be towards the bottom. I don't know how to fight. You know, I'm not like a strong man. I don't, you know, like I can make a bonfire. That's about it. I really like, I've never chopped down a tree. I, you know, I wear flannel sometimes, but it doesn't really suit me so well. So I'm not supposed to be at the top of the male hierarchy, but some, somewhere along the line, it became... It, it, it just got to a point where you got all these men and they, yeah, sure, they take jujitsu. They take jujitsu classes and they can squat 325 pounds and they're really tough guys. And they're afraid to say things that they think. They're like, oh, yeah, dude, I'll go to the bar and I'll challenge a stranger to a fight if he's looking at my girl the wrong way. But I would never ever say I don't think COVID's that big of a deal. You know, this year really accentuated that because we were already having all these like polyamorous dudes. And you know how I feel about polyamory. I mean, maybe you don't. I don't know if I talk about it that much, but and I'm sorry if you're a polyamorous man and you listen to this. It's it's not like a it is. I guess. Well, it's not personal. I'm talking about you as a collective. I'm not talking about anyone personally, but I just feel that um A polyamorous man is essentially a cuck and a polyamorous woman is essentially a man. And I have a lot of respect for a polyamorous woman because she gets her cake and eats it too. She gets flowers on Valentine's Day. She gets taken out to dinner by her boyfriend and then she just could go fuck strangers. She's got it worked out and and I have a lot of respect for that. I think... um, That's a baller-ass woman. But a polyamorous dude, this is what the situation is. It's a dude who gets into a situation with a woman who's out of his league, right? The only exception to this, look, it's a man who gets caught up. I'll tell you the exception in a second. That's called foreshadowing. It's a man who gets caught up with a woman who is out of his league. And eventually, there is a moment of reckoning where the woman says, listen... You know, the guy wants to date her. He wants to date her. He wants her to be his girlfriend. And the woman says, I don't really want to date you. I'm still going to fuck other dudes. And the guy goes, that's okay. That's okay. You could do that. We'll have an open relationship. That's okay. And so they get high quality pussy, probably higher quality pussy than they deserve or would get otherwise, which is good for them. But then it also crushes their soul as much as they want to tell themselves no this is fine I like our open relationship I get to have sex with bad looking women sometimes 
who aren't nearly as attractive as my polyamorous girlfriend. Sometimes I get dusty bitches to blow me. That's what it is. So they're hollow inside, and every day when they text their girl and it's Friday night and they go, hey, you want to go out to dinner? And she goes, no, I can't. I'm busy. They know what that means. That means she's going to go get fucked by someone else. So it kills them. It crushes them. That's why you should not, if you're a man and you respect yourself, you should not get into an open relationship. It will crush you. Don't do it. I mean, I've never been in one, but... Look, we all know that's true. I'm saying this and you know it's true. This is why when I say this bit, like I have it as a a bit in, in uh, like sometimes I tell it on stage when I'm doing comedy and people crack up and it does really well. And I'm not really telling punchlines, but the reason people laugh is because they know that shit is true. They know that shit is true. You know that on a fucking reptilian level. You know that in your in your brainstem. You know, that's not prefrontal cortex. That's in your brainstem. You know how humans operate. And as hard as we try to break away from our human nature, you just can't do it. Now, maybe there's a man here or there who can actually, I'll tell you what the exception is. Now, if you have two beautiful people, like if the guy is a 10 and the girl is a 10 and they have an open relationship, that's the only way that works. Because so rarely, so rarely is the situation reversed where it's the guy who has the bright idea to have an open relationship. You would think it would happen more, but guys usually will just get into a relationship and then cheat. That's what guys do most of the time. They're not going to they're not gonna be like it's an open relationship. They still don't want their girl to fuck other people. They don't mind that they can fuck other people, but they don't want that girl to fuck other people. You know what I'm saying is true. I'm dropping like Patrice-level knowledge on you right now. You cannot deny that this is true. This is definitely true. This is definitely true. Don't even try. You know? Because like sometimes guys who are like not, they're not good looking. They'll try to justify it, but they're not good looking enough to justify it. Now, if you're two beautiful people and you want to have an open relationship, that's the only way it can work. And even then, there's definitely jealousy involved. But at the very least, you'd have an even playing field. Like, the girl can get can get lots of men to sleep with her, and the guy can get lots of women to sleep with him. And so there's kind of a balance there. But you know the situations I'm talking about where the guy's like a five, the girl's like an eight, and they have an open relationship. You know what's going on there. Exactly the situation that I just described. That guy wants nothing to do with an open relationship. He wants an exclusive relationship where she's not having sex with other dudes. But at the same time, he knows that the likelihood of him being able to be with another eight, a really good looking woman is not likely. And so he goes, you know what? I'll sacrifice my integrity in order to be with this woman and I will allow her to have sex with other men and pretend like it doesn't bother me until it becomes too much and I'm on the verge of suicide and I know that I have to end either my life or this relationship. But that's the way these things work, man. I'm sorry. I am sorry. If you had a big plan to be in a polyamorous relationship and you thought it was going to work out, it's not. I'm sorry, dude. And look, I'm telling you a fact. Is it an empirical fact Can I produce evidence from a laboratory? Well, you guys don't seem to care about evidence or laboratories. Let's bring it back to COVID. I had another sip of water. You know why? Because that's part of being a human. You have to drink water. I suppose you don't have to drink water. It's a good idea to drink water. But if you don't drink, you will die. It's similar to how if you're in a polyamorous relationship and you're a man and you have a semblance, any semblance of self-respect, even if you try to push it down, even if you try to hide it in the depths of your soul, it's still there, and you will die. Similar to someone who hasn't drank in several days. They will die the same way that you, being in this crushing, empty, hollow situation that you call a polyamorous relationship, will eventually lead you to suicide. Please stop. Protect yourself. This is an epidemic. Now, we'll bring it back. As I, as I said to start this off, there's, there's no men. And look, it's really easy. If I want to get, if I want to learn how to defend myself in a, in a fight, 
What do I have to do? I have to take like boxing lessons or I have to take jujitsu lessons. I have to get in better shape. I have to lift weights. I have to learn how to be better coordinated. I have to do all these things. It takes lots of training. But what does it take to say what you think? It doesn't take training. It just takes a little bit of courage, a little bit. And we are we are devoid of that. Men no longer have courage when it comes to saying the things that they know. When it comes what is more important? There's there's few things more important than men are supposed to do. Men, look, we're protectors. Okay? Like I said, I'm not gonna physically protect my woman. I can't, I don't have the ability. I'm gonna probably I'll probably just start dating a woman who's an MMA fighter so she can protect me. See, doesn't that make me a pussy? No, but then the, uh, the on the other hand, I will say what I think. Oh, goodness. It is, it is sickening. It is infuriating. I know. I just look. I mean, it's just I, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I, I feel like I'm alone on an island. Why is it so hard to find men? who are willing to say things that they know are true or to point out things that are bad in society. That's what men are supposed to do. So when the government, I hate this, you know, you've heard this. Well, we all can't stand that we had to be locked down because of coronavirus. No, we all hate the lockdowns that we had as a result of coronavirus. Coronavirus, no, it wasn't, the lockdowns weren't from coronavirus. The lockdowns were for the government. And that's why else have men in a society if not to if not to say something about it when the government is clearly overreaching and violating people's rights? Why else have why even have men in a society? We should just all become women. We should all transition and become women. Why would we even have men anymore? What's the point of having men? What's the point of having men? If, if I'm on the train, they lifted the mask mandate in New Jersey for all indoor businesses. So I can go get a coffee at Dunkin' Donuts without a mask on. But when I'm on the train, public transportation that we all pay for with taxpayer money, I'm not allowed to have my mask on. I mean, I'm not allowed to not have my mask on. And when I look around at all these other obedient boys, they're boys, if nothing else. They're either women or boys. I mean, dude, I'm sorry. I'm trying to be nicer and I'm trying to not like make myself less cancelable, I guess, but really just more palatable in New York City because that's where I'm doing comedy all the time now. And I want to get booked on shows and I want to have some success. So I can't go so hard like in New Jersey. Things are different in Jersey and in New York City. You know that. So I'm trying to change things up, but this is a problem. It's a real problem. <clears throat> I posted something <clears throat> I posted something yesterday. Oh, well, first of all, and speaking of that really quick, I was on the train yesterday. Listen to this. I got on the path. I was in Jersey City doing some comedy and I got on the path train to come back to Hoboken to my home. I was in the train car alone. The entire train car was empty except for me and I didn't have my mask on. Why? Because I am a man. Despite what some may say, I am still a man at the end of the day. That rhymed. Hang on, I'm having a sip of water. I get all worked up, my, my throat gets dried out. So I gotta stay hydrated. In this train car alone, and and what what do I see to my left? The door's open, it's two police officers. Two obedient police officers wearing their masks. And I'm listening to music, so I don't even pay attention to them. I'm just kind of looking forward. And then one of them bends over and he goes, he's like motioning for me to pull my mask up. And I took off my headphones and I go, "Is are you serious? Uh-oh, they're coming for me. Listen. Uh-oh, Dave, were you are you indoors not wearing your mask? Dave, are you a murderer? Don't you care about people? Put your mask on. They're coming for me. Not yet, but they will. I didn't want to make an issue of it. You know what I did? This is so funny. I was at the back of the train alone, in the train car alone. And a cop motions to me as he's walking in. He sees me and he's telling me to pull my mask up. I take my headphones out and I go, excuse me? And he goes, you have to have your mask on. And I said, 
I thought that was over. I said, Phil Murphy ended the mask mandate. And the guy goes, no, you still have to wear it on public transportation. I, I, I laughed a little bit. I laughed. I chuckled. And I just said, okay. And I just pulled the mask up. You know what I did? The cops kept walking. So I just got up because the train hadn't left yet. It was leaving in like two minutes. So I just got up, went to a train car with more people in it towards the front, further away from the cops, and took my mask off there. So what did the cops do? They took me out of the empty train car where I was not wearing a mask and made me move towards the people. First of all, I don't want to get arrested and shot by these fucking power-hungry psychopaths. We're going to talk about the cops, and I know some of you are pro-cop, but that's enough is enough. We're going to talk about that, and I'm going to change your mind, at least get you to consider it. So I moved up to a more populated train car. Now, I mean, still, it was only like six people in the train car, but I wasn't wearing my mask, and no one cared. No one cared. No one said anything. I don't wear my mask on the bus. I don't wear it on the train, and no one says shit, okay? But that's the the thing that's so silly to me, is that in a privately owned business, I don't have to wear my mask. But in public transportation, which is paid for by everyone's money because it's tax money, I have to wear a mask there. The mandate still applies there. It's the dumbest thing. You know what? I know. I keep talking about it. Dave, why do we have to keep talking about COVID? Dude, because we can't just act like nothing ever happened. This is like, it just seems like a warm-up for the next one. It just seems like a warm-up. I'm never going to, again, none of us are ever going to live in a society where people don't wear masks, and we are becoming more and more compliant and obedient to the government, and that's people on the right and people on the left. It just so happens that people on the left, because of their fake compassion, happen to be a little more compliant in this regard. But now let's talk about the police. Let's 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 talk about the police. You know, you could be, you know, you you can have empathy for police officers and think like it's a hard job and they do keep us safe to an extent. Yes. To an extent. I guess. But after this year, why I look you know, I haven't really been a big fan of the state for a long time now. This year really was the straw that broke the camel's back. It's like I no longer trust the state in any regard. The state is, we shouldn't have a government. I'm like an anarchist now. We should not have a government. At the very least, it should be as benign as possible. It should be barely there, especially a federal government. But what are the police? Okay, think about it for a second. They are the organs of the state. They carry out the state's wishes and they will do anything. They will shoot you in the street if they have to. Okay. Everyone goes, oh, no, I would never. I would never have been a Nazi. I would never have been a Nazi in Nazi Germany. Yeah, you would have. Okay. The only one who wouldn't have been a Nazi is me. (laughs) Like me and like five people I know wouldn't have been Nazis because we weren't. We were calling out the bullshit since day one. Those are the people. Look, I mean, it doesn't, you don't always have to compare it to the Holocaust. I mean, it's something that I like to do sometimes. I mean, not that I think the Holocaust happened. No, I'm just joking. It totally happened. Listen, I'm trying to change. Look, I like you, you really think that, okay, yes, of course I'll wear the mask. I want to protect people. I don't really care that Anthony Fauci lied to us repeatedly. I'll do whatever the state asks me. You want me to put on two masks? I will. I'm a good, I'm a good obedient citizen. I'll put on two masks. Yes, sir. And that's a man. That's a 2021 man. You think that I was doing the voice of like a gay guy or a woman? No, 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 no. That's a regular man. That is a regular. See, it's not though. That is a purported man. Allegedly. That's what a man sounds like. Of course. Yes, state. Whatever you say, state. I'll do whatever you say, state. Yes. That's a guy. That's a straight male. 2021, baby. That's a straight male. Yes, state. Whatever you say. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Why are you not wearing your mask? Are you a murderer? Oh, my God. That's a man. That's a straight man. You just heard the voice 
and words and sentiment of a straight man, 2021. They'll do whatever the state says. So if you were the one wearing the mask the whole time, if you were the one ratting out neighbors because they weren't wearing their masks, if you were the one got the vaccine on day one, I don't need to see any safety trials. I don't need to see any data. Whatever the, If the state says it's safe and effective, then it's safe and effective to me. Oh, but, but if the states had killed Jews, you wouldn't have done that. No, 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 not me. I wouldn't have done that. I would have obeyed everything else the state said, yes, but I wouldn't have done that one thing. Dude, just admit it. Just come to terms with the fact that you would have been a Nazi. There is nothing that the state could tell you to do that you wouldn't do. And I, you know, and maybe I'm just a contrarian. Maybe I don't believe any of this. Maybe I just do it to go against the grain. But at the end of the day, I would have hid Jews in my attic, bro. I mean, I am a Jew, so it wouldn't have worked. I would have just got us all caught. But if I was a Christian, same person, just Christian, living in Germany, I would have hid Jews in my attic. If nothing else, just to be, just to bother people. Just because everyone around me would be like, don't you hate those Jews? I hope you're not hiding them in your attic. I would have been like, no, no, not me. Meanwhile, I've got like 25 Jews in my attic. I would have actually helped them. You wouldn't have because you're afraid to go against the grain because you know what happened then? All the men became women too, you know? I mean, they either got worked up in all the hysteria and they actually believed it or they were too afraid to say anything. So when you become too afraid to say anything, you have to sacrifice your manhood. That's what you're doing. I'm just sick of it, man. And you know what? I'll tell you this. I'm still sober. It's two weeks now. I think it's only been a week since my last episode, right? Well, already... We're being a little more productive here. I've been doing a lot of comedy, a lot of comedy, reading, being productive, being healthier, no cocaine, no alcohol. So look, I mean, well, what I was going to say is that obviously I'm angry right now, but that's good because that's where comedy comes from. It comes from a dark place. And like the first week being sober, I was really happy. I don't know. Maybe there were some adjustments going on in my brain and I was getting like extra dopamine or something or like serotonin and it's kind of leveled out. So I've become bothered again, which is good. I want to have that. I want to be bothered. It's more entertaining that way. So it's not always, I'm not always going to come on here and tell you about how great things are and how, uh, go pursue your dreams. I mean, you should find something you like, go do it. But you know what? I also have to tell you that when you look to your left and you look to your right and you think you see men, what you're really seeing, maybe a few men. You're mostly just seeing compliant, obedient slaves. And what I was going to say earlier is that there's a big reason why black people are less likely these days to be compliant and obedient to the state because they actually had to struggle for their freedom, you know? And I think white people are so compliant because they never had to struggle. This is what I mean about whites. All right. You got to admit it. Now, look. Hang on. I got to get my thoughts in order. First of all, black people had to struggle for their freedom. So they're not just going to give it away. It's white people who are like, oh, no, it's okay. You could take away my freedom. I don't really care. I just want to be safe. I just want to be safe. I just want to be safe. Yas, bitch. I just want yas, bitch, safety. That's a straight white man. Okay? Did you hear me? Yas, bitch. I just want my safety. Take my freedom. I don't even want freedom. Take my freedom. I'm a yas, bitch. I want that safety, bitch. That's a white male, bro. I can't stress this enough to you. That's a white male. Listen to me. That's why I look around at black people and black people are just getting the vaccine because they don't trust the state. And I love black people for that. I love black people. Black people are saving us from ourselves. If it was left to whites, if we had a white ethno state and there were only white people who lived in the United States of America, we'd already be communist by now. In fact, it'd be worse. It'd be worse than communism. For real, it would be worse than communism. You know? Because you'd have... You'd have the liberals who believe anything that Anthony Fauci says, and then you'd have the conservatives who will defend the police even when they're being arrested with their face pressed to the ground, their hands behind their back, being tased. They'd say, being a policeman, it's a hard job, though. 
with their face pressed in the gravel, bleeding. Hands behind their back, being handcuffed for a thought crime. They would say, I mean, it's still a really hard job. It's still a really hard job. So you know what? I really like, I'm not picking sides, dude. You're both the problem. You know, I mean, I I had to be a little more right wing for the last year or two because the left is, I mean, they're not even really the left. The liberals are out of control. The Democrat liberal establishment, they're, you know, they're they're dangerous and, and idiotic. They're dangerous because they're so dumb and they care so little about the things that they should care the most about. But you know what? That that's the thing. What would have happened yesterday if I said to those cops, "No, I'm not I'm not putting my mask on." What if I even like lied to the cops and said, "No, I have asthma, so I have a medical exemption. I'm not supposed to wear a mask." What do you think they would have done? Do you think that might have escalated? Do you think that the only reason I went to the train car with other people is because I it, the only, it wasn't the the only reason wasn't just because I wanted to wear a mask. It's because I felt very uncomfortable being on a train car alone with two police officers. Okay. You know, so people think, oh, well, Dave, he doesn't believe the science, so he must be a right winger. No, he must really support the cops. You're so binary and stupid that you can only think in A or B. Well, if this is A, then that must be B. You know, I mean, like, we're really pathetic and we deserve everything. I just wish I didn't have to be a part of it. You know what I mean? I wish I didn't have to go down with the ship because we're so dumb that we really deserve to be a slave state. Black people should get out of here while you still can. You know, really just people with any sense. And it just so happens that black people have a lot of sense when it comes to not trusting the government. White people just trust the government no matter what the fuck. So what do you think would have happened if I said to those cops, no, I'm not keeping my mask on. What do you think would have happened if I stayed silent? If I if I exercised my Fifth Amendment right? Do you think they would have just let me sit there? They would have said, oh, you know what? Let's just leave him be. He's peaceful. He's not doing anything wrong. He's alone in a train car. Not wearing his mask. That's okay. I mean, he's still an individual. He's still an individual. He still has rights. You think they would have done that? I mean, you're pretty fucking naive if you think they would have done that. I'm sorry. I know that. Look, I know who my audience is. And I know that some of you are. This is what I'm trying to tell you. I know that some of you are like thin blue line and you support the cops. And that's okay. But understand this. If Joe Biden told the cops to start arresting people for not wearing masks in their homes, they would do it. Maybe five to 10% of cops would resign, but they would be replaced by these sociopaths who want to arrest people. They don't care about what, okay? And that's a lot of cops. They just want to exert power and control over you. That's a lot of politicians. And you think it's true for politicians, but you don't think it's true for cops? Anytime you put people in a situation, in a society, where they have power over other people, you're inevitably going to get... uh, certain percentage of people who are only in it for the ability to exert power over other people. Okay. So that's true for politicians. We know that. I know you agree with that, but if you don't agree with that about cops, then you're being very naive. Okay. Cause what would have happened yesterday? If I said, no, I'm not putting my mask on those cops would have forcefully removed me from the train. And I would have been lucky if I didn't get arrested. Okay, so maybe think about that the next time you're defending all police officers. They'll throw you in jail. They don't give a fuck if you wave a flag around with a thin blue line on it. They really won't care because the state told them to, because Joe Biden told them to. And obviously it wouldn't be Joe Biden because he can't even formulate a sentence. But the guy who decides what Joe Biden says would tell you to. Or the woman, you know, I don't know how involved Kamala Harris is, but she's a fucking psychopath. So I'm sorry. She's calling shots to an extent. She is power hungry. Okay. You got to imagine every police officer. You got it. Not every police officer. You got to imagine that there is a significant percentage, maybe still a minority, but maybe like 30, 40% who are Kamala Harris. Okay. They're police officers and they are Kamala Harris. So if you don't trust her, you shouldn't trust these people either just because they're wearing a uniform. You shouldn't trust them just because they're wearing a uniform, okay? They'll throw you in jail so quick, and they'll love it. They will have so much fun arresting you, pushing your face into the gravel, 
brutalizing you while they arrest you and then saying you are resisting, okay? I know you don't care about it now, but you will, hopefully. We should start caring about it now before it becomes a real problem, you know? Because, like, they arrested that pastor in Canada. And look, Canada's a police state now. We've lost our neighbor. We've lost our trusty neighbor. And we like to talk shit about Canada, but at least they believed in similar core values of individual liberty and freedom. We've lost that neighbor. We've lost our trusty neighbor. So our neighbor to the south is essentially run by cartels. And our neighbor to the north is run by power-hungry psychopaths who want to deprive people of their God-given rights or whatever. If you think it's a simulation, then our simulator-given rights. Okay? Whoever the guy is playing this video game that is our our universe, whoever that guy is, he gave us all rights. Or that woman, okay? I'm woke, I'm progressive. Whoever that woman is who's playing this Sims video game that is our universe, she gave us rights, okay? Canada doesn't have those anymore, and we're right here. It could never happen here, right? It couldn't possibly happen here. Well, there's a lot of people who would love for that to happen here, and we've got to protect ourselves from them. Because look, maybe it didn't work this time, but wait till there's another pandemic, and there will be. Then see what happens. Because we're already at that point. We're never going to live through another flu season where people aren't going to the supermarket wearing masks, and half of them will be, again, Yas Queen men. That's what we're going to call them now. Those are the Yas Queen men. I have to call them men because that's how they identify, right? So I have to be uh, considerate of their feelings. But I can't really call them a true man. They're Yas Queen men. <clears throat> I feel like this is going well. What do you think? I have another sip of water. I shared something uh, yesterday or two days ago on instagram and it was a uh it was a girl and she posted a picture with her her, her yas queen men she had i bet this dude was polyamorous i bet this relationship with polyamorous because she had nice big titties and it was this guy with her and he was wearing like a cosplay outfit like he was wearing a a schoolgirl outfit he has skirt on and like a tight button up t-shirt under a tight sweater like a cosplay, like an anime cosplay, some weird shit. And then the caption was force feminizing my boyfriend for Joe Biden. These are the men in America. These are the Yas Queen men. These are the polyamorous men. Okay. But it was funny because my cousin texted me and he's like, I guess it was because it kind of implied that people who like Joe Biden also like the idea of force feminizing men. And it's not true. I mean, obviously, there's there's people who support Joe Biden who aren't complete cucks yet. But I was like, at first, I was like, oh, why are you getting defensive, bro? But he was like, why do you even share this stuff? And I go, first of all, because it's hilarious. I mean, it's funny. The picture's like, you just can't believe it. You're like, this is so pathetic, but it's funny. But it's also because it, it, it's a real problem. I don't, I don't even know why I brought this up because I've already gone over it. It's a real problem, guys. I mean, it's a problem. It's a problem. You know what they'll do now? Because like they've already gone 360 on the whole lab leak thing. The whole idea that this leaked out of a laboratory in Wuhan. Who even knows if that's true? What if this whole thing was a scam with PCR tests? I'm starting to think that might have happened. Like there really wasn't. I don't know. Maybe there was a virus, but it, it just really wasn't that bad. I mean, that's kind of what I thought from the start. There's no way it was 600,000 in America. No way. This is like a made, a manufactured PCR test pandemic. The, it, without the PCR test, there would be no pandemic because you wouldn't have all these false positives. Should, couldn't this have been done with if, if everyone watched that video of the inventor of the PCR tests? saying not to use the PCR test to diagnose people? Wouldn't he know best? But apparently that guy's a conspiracy theorist. You invent something, you invent the PCR test, and then and then Anthony Fauci uses it to diagnose people, even though you said not to do that. 
and now you're a, a conspiracy theorist. Good thing that guy's dead, though. He couldn't ruin everything for the government. I'm saying that tongue-in-cheek when I say good thing he's dead. I'm obviously not thrilled that the guy is dead because he might have been able to talk some sense into us. But that's what Fauci did with uh, AIDS. He did the same thing. So he would... Uh, do you guys know the AIDS story? Did I explain this to you? Here's what happened with AIDS. It was a similar situation. They were using PCR tests to diagnose people with HIV. Now, some of those, did some of those people have HIV? Yeah, probably. But a lot of those people were just getting PCR tests that were coming up as false positives. Then what happened? Okay. They invented this treatment called AZT. It was like an old chemotherapy treatment. And it turned out to be very deadly. Very deadly. So they were giving it to people. People were becoming sick and dying. And then what do people like Fauci say? These psychopaths. These horrible, murderous psychopaths. What were they saying? What did Fauci say? Oh, that guy got AIDS. That guy died from AIDS. We tried to save him with the uh, AZT. That guy got AIDS, though. He's dead. I don't know why I'm doing that voice for Fauci. He doesn't sound like that. I can't really... Uh, well, the, the guy, he got AIDS. He got... Well, we tried to save him with the AZT and he... <laughs> it's really hard to do that voice that hurts I actually am kind of glad that maybe it hurts Anthony Fauci when he speaks that would make me a little bit happy it hurts me when he speaks this is what they did they gave a highly toxic deadly quote unquote treatment to all of these people who had HIV they died from the treatment, which was AZT. And then people like Fauci said it was AIDS that killed them. They said we did all we could, but it escalated into AIDS. We couldn't help them and they died from AIDS. They did not die from AIDS. They died from the treatment that Fauci said was safe and effective. Sound familiar? <clears throat> not that I think, I mean, look, more people have died from this vaccine than any other. But... It's still not that many, luckily. And a lot of people think like, oh, well, no, when they when the next uh, when the flu season comes around, they're going to die or when the next coronavirus comes around, they're going to die. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. I don't even know if a lot of people got uh, saline in these shots. I have no idea what's going on. You know what happened? Like, oh, you have to keep it at negative 15 degrees centigrade or whatever. I don't know. They used to have rules for it. And then eventually it was like, oh, no, you can just keep it at room temperature. So is it the same thing? I don't know. I would be very happy if they were just giving a lot of people saline. I still didn't get the vaccine. I'm not going to. Now let's go. Let's talk about that. My parents are so mad. My dad's listened to podcasts before. I wouldn't really care if he's listening right now. I'm about to go off king, son. Because my parents are very obedient slaves. They're very good slaves. Um... You know, they, they follow the science, capital S, they are in a cult. It's funny how my mother has such disdain for religious people. She thinks they're stupid. My mom's one of those coastal elites that thinks as soon as you get south of the Mason-Dixon line, everyone's retarded and racist. She really believes that. She thinks like people in like fucking Nashville are all racist KKK members who, you know, just are, are idiots. She thinks south of the Mason-Dixon line, your IQ is at best 70. That's what my mother thinks. Very coastal elite of her. And my dad, similar. They, uh, you know, they know that they're right because NPR said so. Um, but I love my parents. They're really good parents, but they've gone absolutely insane. They got a really bad case of Trump derangement syndrome, and it's only gotten worse now that Biden's in office. You thought it would have got away, but COVID seemed to just exacerbate the whole situation. And even though my dad's a good slave, I'll still say he's a man because he did support our family, and uh, he, he knows how to like, 
you know, fix up the house and stuff. <clears throat> and he taught me a lot of valuable lessons. So I'm not going to throw them in the cut category. I think like the older men, they're still men to an extent. Really, when I talk about that stuff, like there's no 65-year-old polyamorous man. That doesn't exist. There's 25-year-old polyamorous men. There's even 35-year-old polyamorous men. Maybe even in the early 40s. But there's no polyamorous boomers. It's not a thing. So I'm not going to really throw them under the bus like that. I just wish they still cared about freedom because they lived through a draft. Wouldn't that be enough? Wouldn't being forcefully dragged into the armed forces for a stupid war that meant nothing be enough to make you really kind of care about individual liberty and government overreach? Even if you didn't get drafted, even if you had to see your friends get drafted, sent off to war, at best, come back with severe PTSD. Wouldn't that be enough? Don't you think that would be enough? But apparently not. They forget. We're all goldfish. We just forget. That's why, you know, we can't just forget about this. We can't just forget this happened. People want to just go back to normal and forget it all happened. Or just make things normal. Yeah, no, it's totally it's totally normal, man. It's totally normal that I have to show a, uh, a, a proof of vaccination before I go into a sporting event. No, that's totally normal. No, that's just like how things are now. That's just like how things are now. I just have to show a, uh, I just have to show that I was injected with something that's not approved by the FDA. I just have to show that I was injected and part of a human experiment. Then I can get on a plane. It's super totes normal. So, you know, okay. So yeah, I'm still talking about it, but whatever, dude, leave me alone. But anyway, my parents are now, they thought I was just joking that I wasn't getting the vaccine or now it's just becoming very real to them that I'm not getting the vaccine. Now, I've, I've been very open about that. And I also look, you know, sure, I'll make fun of you on my podcast a little bit maybe and call you a good obedient slave. Okay, does it really matter to you? Who cares? You know, do what you want. It's fine. You know, because I care more about you being able to do what you think is right for you than, than you know, wanting to stop you like, I don't think I should be able to inflict my will upon you and say, no, you can't get the vaccine even if you want it. If you want to go get that, it's fine, dude. I don't care. You know, I have people that I really like who have gotten the vaccine and it doesn't make me think any less of them. Am I going to crack jokes at, at them as a whole? Not individually, but as a whole on my podcast? Yes, I'm doing that. I've been doing that for the past 47 minutes. So yeah, that's going to happen. Just don't listen to podcasts then or listen and just laugh along. You know, I'm not laughing at you. Well, I sort of am, but not entirely. <clears throat> My parents have now like it's kind of starting to really hit them that I'm really not going to get the vaccine because I have natural immunity. It's this crazy thing that doesn't exist anymore. It used to exist. Back in the olden times in 2019, there used to be such thing as natural immunity. You could get a virus and then you can have natural immunity to it. It doesn't exist anymore. But it used to. Back in the olden days. The before time. Wouldn't that be crazy if someone like... You know how they used to vaccinate for smallpox? Or inoculate? They would... You know, you've seen it before. They would scrape some pus. From whatever they call it. Is a postule or something like that? You get those little smallpox bumps all over your body. So a doctor would like scrape some pus and then cut you and then put it in your blood. So you would get hopefully a very mild case of smallpox and then you'd be immune for, from it for the rest of your life. So imagine if like you got smallpox. And then like a few months later, a doctor came over and he's just like, we're going to just give you a little more smallpox just to be safe. No, natural immunity is not a real thing. No, I thought we explained this to you. Oh, no, no, no. We're not doing that anymore. No, 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 no. No, it doesn't count. No, here's this card. Here, let me just cut you open and put some smallpox in you. I'll give you this card. Yeah, then you could still fly. Oh, what? Planes haven't been invented yet? Oh, well, I, I don't know. Just take here. Just take the card. You should laminate it. Oh, wait. Lamination hasn't been invented yet? Okay, well, look, just this will be important someday. 
All right, listen. It's coming to terms with my parents that I'm not getting the vaccine and they're, re they're really not happy about it. First of all, my dad offers me $250 to get it, which I'm like, dad, you're being more sketchy than the government now. I'm like, dad, who's paying you, Pfizer? I'm like, where'd you get the 250 from? You know, because my dad's a Jew. He's not just going to shell out that dough unless he got it from fucking Moderna. It's so weird. My parents are so brainwashed that my dad offered me $50, $250 to get the vaccine. I was like, keep your money, bro. I don't need it. I'm not interested. So he got really mad. He goes, you're insane. I said, you want to know what's crazy, dad? I explained to him how natural immunity works. And he said, you're insane. You know what they're doing? Okay. You know what happens? Like we have these, these weird things. They're called white blood cells. I think that's a conspiracy theory now. I think white blood cells are the latest conspiracy theory. I think you have to, I just believe in white blood cells. They don't really exist. I just believe in them. White blood cells produce antibodies. Do you, do you see how that works? This is crazy conspiracy theory. I learned about it. I learned about it in school. So it must be a conspiracy theory. It must not be real. I learned about this in biology class. You have these crazy conspiracies in your body. You have these crazy conspiracy theories in your body called white blood cells. They're crazy conspiracy theories. And they produce these crazy conspiracy theories called antibodies. You want to know what's crazy about it, though? They only produce antibodies if they have to. Why would they have to produce antibodies? Good, I'm glad you asked. Because there would be the presence of a virus. They would then assess the situation. Has Dave had this virus before? Do we have those type of antibodies in the memory bank? In the memory T-cells, those crazy conspiracies that hang on to the uh, genetic coding for certain viruses. That's how you would get natural immunity, lifelong immunity to something like smallpox. Because you have white blood cells that would remember that virus. So it if it presented itself again, the white blood cells would produce the appropriate antibodies. You see? I know. It's these crazy conspiracy theories in your body, in your bone marrow. All throughout your body, but I think I think white blood cells are produced in the bone marrow. Correct me if I'm wrong. That might be some crazy conspiracy theory. So you got these crazy conspiracy theories in your body that produce crazy conspiracy theories called antibodies. And so when a crazy conspiracy theory comes into your body like COVID-19. Oh, no, wait. No, I mean, when a real when a very real thing that's not a conspiracy theory comes into your body like COVID-19, your body using its crazy conspiracy theories, produces these crazy conspiracy theories called antibodies. I'm going to stop doing that. It's making it too confusing. What I'm trying to say is this. They are going, they are testing. If they test for antibodies, you might not have them if you had COVID a year ago, for example. Antibodies wouldn't come up in an antibody test. Does that mean that you don't have natural immunity of the virus? No. It means you don't have antibodies right now because there's no virus in your body. But what would happen if you got COVID-19? Your white blood cells, those crazy conspiracy theories, would produce the antibodies that you had from when you had the virus in the first place. That's not... That's not a fake thing I just made up. That's literally how it works. Oh, I mean, it's a crazy conspiracy theory. I can't believe anyone would believe that. I explained that to my sister and she was like, no way. That's how it works. I was like, yeah. I mean, like my sister's a trooper. Okay. She's, she's a, she's more manly than most men. You know, she actually says things that she believes. So. I explained that to her and it's a basic thing, but it's, it's no longer basic because they don't want it to be basic. And now it's insane. So even people who know that that's true, people like doctors, people who took a fucking people who took seventh grade biology who go, wait a second. Don't, don't, wouldn't you not have antibodies if you didn't have a virus? Wouldn't your body have to produce the antibodies because of the presence of the virus? Even the people who know that go, oh no, I must be misremembering. 
it must be that only vaccines can produce antibodies. There's no other possible way. And what does the vaccine do? It gives you, well, not these vaccines. These are different. These aren't technically vaccines. But what does a regular vaccine give you? It gives you like a dead virus a lot of the time or a weakened virus. So your body, say it with me, produces the antibodies. You don't get injected with antibodies. Now, they do have that as a as a form of treatment now. I, I know they're called like monoclonal antibodies or something. That's not what we're talking about. The whole point of a vaccine is to get your body to produce the antibodies for the whatever virus it is. And so your white blood cells then have the ability to produce that antibody if the virus presents itself. This is basic. I know I'm not a doctor, but you don't have to be a doctor to know this. Just take a couple biology classes, dude. I learned about this in seventh grade, for real, in seventh grade. You know, and I took college biology courses and it was always the same story. This was always the case. Antibodies are produced by white blood cells. White blood cells have memory, essentially. Okay? That's why a vaccine works. The reason why a vaccine works is the same reason why natural immunity works. Ideally, they work exactly the same. If you have a good vaccine, it would work the same as natural immunity. But apparently, for the first time in human history, the first virus ever in the history of virology or the study of viruses, this virus, just this one and only virus, no virus ever before, just this only, just this COVID-19, this one virus, just this one, this one time, just this virus, this one virus, this is the only one, the first time in history, never been done before, this virus, just this virus, just this one time, this virus just this virus natural immunity doesn't count not only does it not count even if you do have it it's not nearly as good as the vaccine but just for this one virus just this one time never before but just this one time you know what what more is there to say on this episode i don't think there's much i think i'm really i'm a little exhausted But that was really good. Don't you think that was really good? I can't hear you if you respond. If you thought that was really good, continue to listen to my podcast. That's how you can tell me. I can see how many of you listen. I see the analytics. We're at uh, 57 and a half minutes. Um, Maybe maybe we'll end it on... Maybe I'll try to be nice at the end. Look, I'm going to tell you this. Not drinking has been sick. Um... I thought that I was the type of person who was only like really good in social situations when I'm drinking. First of all, drunk people laugh at lots of things. Drunk people think shit is hilarious, okay? Drunk people think things are really funny. So it's easy to interact with drunk people. So if you think you wouldn't be good in social situations being sober, just know that the people around you will probably be drunk. And if they are drunk, they're really easy to interact with. They'll do it for you. You could just kind of stand there and listen and they'll be like your best friend, you know? So it's been easy. I had just convinced myself that it wasn't easy. Oh, I'm going to be all lousy and awkward in social situations. Not at all. Quite the opposite. Kind of a hit because you're sharp. Your brain's working. You're clear. You're clear headed. So it's even, it's easier to make people laugh and make jokes, crack jokes shoot the shit. It's, it's, it's not bad. So if that's a fear that you have of becoming sober, it's not real. It's that, that is, it's like, maybe if you're really socially awkward, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. But if you have any, you know, if you have just limited social skills, you're going to be fine. Um, I wake up me sleeping in now is like 1030. Me sleeping in before was like 130. It's 10.30 now. I get more hours in the day. I've been going to the gym. I have all this energy. I write jokes. I have full days. You know, the other day I I got up at like 7 o'clock. Maybe I said this on the last podcast. I got up like 7 o'clock to go to work, get to the office at 8, finish work at 4, go hit three open mics, get home at 11, and I'm still not even really sleepy. And then I just read until I feel sleepy. I read for like an hour. I'm like, that's a full-ass day. And then all throughout the day, I'm writing. Like when I'm on the train, I'm writing. Or when I'm at the open mic, waiting for the open mic to start, I'm writing jokes. It's really good lifestyle if you're ready for it. 
And for me, who knows if this will stick? Like I said, it's only been two weeks. That's barely anything. I'm not asking for a pat on the back or anything like that. But what I am saying is that I don't see like just being busy is enough for me to not want to drink really if I've got stuff to do. That kind of takes my mind off of it. And uh, I don't know. It's just like it's it seems pretty sustainable at this point just because how productive I'm being and how much I'm enjoying life. So it's not all bad. I mean, sure, most of the men that you know are, are actually women, and that's not so great. But look, besides that, there are good things. And one of the good things is is being sober, having a clear mind. And uh, being productive and really going after it, whatever it is you want to do, really trying and striving for it. So it's not all bad, guys. Anyway, that's going to be it for me. Who knows? Maybe I'll, uh, I'll even release another episode next week. Maybe it, won't, maybe it won't be a whole month between episodes like it has been the last two months. Maybe it'll be weekly. But you know I always break my promises to you, so I won't make a promise. But anyway, uh, you know I love you as always, and I'll talk to you soon, all right?